Yay. Hi, kids. Clay wrote a, a poem. About trannies. Oh, okay. It's pretty good. They called it Iron I like Girl. Trannies. I was Iron reading Girl. through it. I'm like, okay, what is this one word here? What the fuck is orga- I thought it was orgasmatron augmentation, but it is. I wrote it so fast because it was like I was losing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I like jumped up out of bed and I was on the computer. And I was like, fuck spelling. <laughs> And, As usual. And I read in that stupid voice because I was mocking Heather earlier because she was talking. I'm just like, eh, look at me. I'm so great. Me, me, me. Mock, 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 mock. Getting a job and doing this. Look at the moon. It mocks me. Mock, mock, mock. 95% mock. Yeah, I'm going to get this job. And in fact, you are. <laughs> And I was just, I was just having fun doing that. And like, I said I it should be a deeper this. voice if I'm you're going to do that. Getting a fucking laugh headache. Yeah, I'm sure it's the laugh. That's what it is. Brain augmentation. <laughs> Brain it's augmentation. a fucking. It's a tumor. Got a tumor. Not a tumor. It's not a tumor. So, so what did you guys bring to drink today? Well, um, <laughs> earlier uh, we broke out um, not a grocery outlet wine. Um, so there was a whole debacle with grocery outlets. Debacle. Debacle. Um, Clay, hey. do you want to talk about the debacle? Hey, hey, oh. hey I think so. Yeah. I, I would like, like the air conditioner to be on lower. No. Okay. okay. So I went to grocery outlet in Grass Valley, downtown Grass Valley. Looking for Tony. I was looking for Tony. Tony, Tony. 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 And uh, I pulled up and they were, there's Close. a grocery outlet girl standing outside and people standing outside in the parking lot and she's talking to all of them. So I'm like, oh, this is, this is good. And she's like, we don't have any power in here. Just our building, no power. So I'm standing there. And I just went to the bank. I'm like, so cash or no? And she just wouldn't answer me. And the guy looked at me. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, sir, sir, no. Yeah. No. Like, hey, Fuck no. this place. <laughs> So he had to find other means and methods. Yeah. And uh, when we say other means and methods, we mean odd drugstores. So odd drugstores. Was it Rite Aid? Or yes, because it's in the same parking lot. And Perfect. I was over the fuck everything. I understand. So Rite Aid, uh, he brought us a lovely Claude de Bois. Claude. Claude de Bois. Claude. Uh, Pinot Grigio. Nicely chilled. Oh. I need that back for tax purposes, by I the way. I understand. Claude de Bois Pinot Grigio. Um, so typically, um, this is a regular $14.99 bottle. Um, however, he picked it up with his, uh, Rite Aid discount for $8.99. So we're still looking at a pretty under $10 bottle of wine, which is, I mean, honestly, I've been in the grocery store lately and looking at just like, Hey, how about I just pick up a fucking bottle of wine here? Fuck that bitch. Like the cheapest I found was like something that was like, Hey, strain through my dad's foot. And it was like $12. So not fucking interested at all. Strain through vaginal mesh. Yeah. 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 If, If you know the those vaginal meshes that they have the lawsuits about they strain the wine through those and it was twelve dollars so i'm not interested in anything of that so this was actually um i was kind of giggling because the clou de bois is well said by the way yeah is uh i took french for a year almost failed nearly Uh, failed i disagree (laughs) (laughs) my boyfriend at the time did all my work um so with this I I expected because it is usually when you go to the grocery store one of the wines that isn't considered the fancy wines. And I was like, okay, this is probably going to be bullshit. And worse to that is we actually had each had a glass of Ryan of Ryan of Laura's good wine 
yeah before we did so i was and i kind of joked i was like are you drinking a glass of the good wine and he goes she said i could have some and i was like well yeah but now the rest of it's going to be fucked because we're going to drink these cheap wines and they're going to taste like shit right but this 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 pinot gris from clue de bois yes is um it was actually really good um it, it was it was crisp i at first i thought the smell was a little weird but as we got into it you said you liked a pinot that just comes right at the tip of your tongue there are some pinots and you get them really oh, cold and i call it the pineapple pop and it's like your tongue is hooked up into the wherever you can fit your tongue hooked up with it still in your mouth hopefully and it just goes right off the tip like up a pineapple's butt yeah did you know that pineapple is now the new like symbol for swingers is it yeah and oh, oh an upside down one okay i did i thought it was just pineapples and i was like oh shit what if you didn't know that you just had a pair of shorts like that and everywhere you go everyone's like hey um like, I, I guess it's happening like or you just had your shorts on upside down and they have pineapple <laughs> like for everybody that has like a pineapple aloha sticker in their car window yeah. that's gonna be sad i don't know anything about anything when it comes to that shit anymore oh and then you're in the grocery store because you can get laid at the grocery store you can i mean you can pull pussy out of the grocery store oh yeah I have not tried to pull pussy out of the grocery store. You're not trying hard enough. Okay, I guess I'm not trying hard enough. So yeah, I I don't I don't. Anyways, just that's that's an afterthought. So yes, very pineapple-y, a uh, little bit of pear, uh, very crisp. It, it wasn't. It didn't overtake your mouth. It didn't have any of that acetony flavor to it. I thought the finish it was, really was like good. a flat line, but I was yeah. fine with it. Yeah, yeah it was just. It, but it, but it was good for crisp, refreshing, cold white wine. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all we're really asking for. It really is, especially on days like today where it was like 3,000 degrees. I would get more of that. I'm going to give it a s- eight. Okay. Okay. I'm yeah. done with the eight. Yeah. You'll probably do an eight. I, I'm going to give it a point just for just to just hit the spot today. You know what I mean? It really did. Some of that might be subjective, but yeah. we and, and really fine. needed a nice cold yeah. wine tonight. Well, I can tell you this. After I started drinking it, I was like, I just want more of this. Right. I have no interest in the other stuff that we have for later. Like right. it was. Well, when I was married, the um the 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 Claude de Bois Claude de Bois yeah was a, a normal it was a go to wine for it's a white one's a Pinot Grigio well I don't know if it's all is it a, is that a Pinot yeah, yeah I always try to get a Pinot so that was a staple in our house oh was, really yeah it was it's was always good I in fact I would drink it once in a while oh really yeah huh. so I'm not really surprised with your guys review on the claw. I call it the Claus de Bois. Oh. Close enough. How funny is that? Because there's a thousand wines. I go up the aisle. I'm I was more confused at Rite Aid because I was like, I just don't know where I am right now. Well, yeah, you felt out of sorts. But I mean, like I said, I've seen that brand. I've had that brand before, but usually I never thought of it as like, you know, a really high it's it's obviously not like what they consider to be a higher end brand. It's just a general Rite Aid is gonna have more thirty dollar bottles because I like almost grabbed one, but I was like, I just don't feel like I have have it like that right now you know what i mean right because my original plan was to go into rite aid and just get a case i was just gonna be like just get it and we'll have it and then that fucking bitch was standing outside not bonding and not telling me the information i needed to know like how about if i pay you in coupons i was like meet me at the back door and we'll just get a little side wine deal going yeah like can i just so go around hard? back and be like i know tony i already had to do a whole bunch of other stuff today just play along hey i know tony is tony here <laughs> yeah right i know the dj i didn't even think to name drop you should have you're like where the fuck is tony bitch huh tony told me that? to meet him here tell tony Fucking to meet me out, back. out here with your cell phone talking to people where the fuck is tony when <laughs> i need him huh you should have approached her like this hey where is it where is it tony <laughs> 
Give me the tiny. She probably would have just dropped her phone in the trash can and ran. I really, I really need to the tiny. She'd probably be like, I'm calling the police. What's it like when you work at Grocery Outlet and they're like, you get to go outside and tell everybody it's dark in here and you can't do anything? No. <laughs> right. No. That's, yeah, that'd probably be no. like, Yeah, that'd probably be my response. Be like, you know what? Yeah. I quit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who's the manager of the store? Yeah. That's their job. That's so once again, job. this is professional peer pressure. Yeah, it, it really is. Like, I mean, look, Linda, it's your turn to go outside. I, I and piss will everybody never off. forget. I worked. Nick here, Karen. <laughs> Karen, you can't. You can't buy discounted pumpkins today. <laughs> Karen. You're not allowed to come in the store. Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Loving it. One time uh, I was working security, undercover security at a store here in Auburn. and like Black Ops? Kmart. Yeah, like Black Ops. But we did all kinds of crazy shit. I, I worked with like the coolest people <laughs> and they're still cool to this day. Um, but one of the first things they gave me to do was it was around Christmas time. So they, I originally got hired as like, you know, the seasonal help type of thing as a part-time job. And there was a little kid selling bags of mistletoe outside and they made me go out and tell him he had oh to leave. Oh my God. <laughs> he probably was selling that mistletoe so that he could buy like, beans to feed his family. Probably this poor young ground. kid. Yeah. And it's like, I had to, I had to kick him this out. This is actually oregano. It's like he was selling that so he could find the golden ticket, and you sent him he, away. I did. I How did. Dare I, you. This is and when people ask me, it's like, and I'd already lost my soul because I was already doing like personal loan collections at that point. So it's like <laughs> loan sharking. <laughs> I really was. Hey, man, my name is Hey. <laughs> like I appreciate man. that you have cancer, ma'am, but this is the second time this year we're coming for the car. <laughs> <laughs> Open the goddamn door. <laughs> uh, and then you open the door and it's Heather saying hey, you know what's fucked up <laughs> you know what's fucked up about that Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movie do you want to know what I find fucked up about yeah, that movie? you go first and I'll say. Okay. That fucking grandpa. That I was just going to say. <laughs> he won't go to work. Oh, my God. But as soon as there's a free ticket to go that eat a bunch of free food. Dirty son of a bitch. Hops up. Watch that woman, like, wash clothes to her yeah. finger blood and her poor starving kid. And they're living in this dirt fucking hut. And he's butt to nut yeah. with, like, this other fucking grandpa. And, oh, butt so, oh, oh, so awful. Oh, so I'm just like, oh, look, I got a ticket to go to Willy Wonka. Oh, let me just dance my motherfucking ass around the room Ha-cha. i wonder if he was a millennial <laughs> <laughs> you, you want to know something more disturbing about willy wonka what? what he's a pedophile cannibal well oh yeah i've read that theory too well, what's wrong with that that willy wonka himself like like to do kids and eight children and that's why the kids that like got and that's why carted off from the oompa loompas it's a true story that he would eat those kids yes it's a true story oh fuck i thought it was fictional now i'm disturbed but that grandpa dude i every fucking fuck time that guy. Every time. Oh, and what about the shitty kids in that movie? I love how they're all just pieces of shit. Oh yeah, when they go, they the all tour. have an individual piece of shit style to them. I know. <laughs> that's the best. Well, that's like my youngest. That movie's kind of like the Wizard of Oz Part Two. Kind of. Yeah. Well, and it's really funny because my youngest, um, you know, obviously his name's Gus, and um, who the yeah. fuck is Gus? You better not talk better to not talk to Joe. <laughs> but I call, I call him Goose. I'll and, cut him. <laughs> and everybody thinks that I call him Goose because of out through your mouth. Yeah. Because of Goose and Maverick, and I don't do that because traditionally, if you have two pets and you call them Goose and Maverick, the one named Goose dies right, like, right away. That's like just like the movie. That's why you got to call him Ice. <laughs> like he's still, and then he just has a throat problem yeah. later in life. He likes hey, to 
Some <laughs> sick fucking song from like when my youth came on the other night. I don't know what I was doing, but I was driving for some reason. I'm like, who's this? And it was in too deep. Oh, yeah. Back to the hotel. Yeah. And I yeah, was like, I love that song. Like I pull up in the garage and turn it up. And I was like, it doesn't matter. I'm already getting divorced. Yeah. I love that song. <laughs> and, I'll, and Cameron just stayed in the car with me. He's like, Cameron's okay. weird because I'll get out sometimes. Like, who knows why? But I'm like checking my oil 1130 at night. And he'll like sit down and wait until I'm like, I would never would have done that as a kid. I'd be yeah. like, fuck you. You know, yeah, he'll, he'll like wait. And then I'm finally done tweaking out on whatever. And he's like, good. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Like, now. Right, he's keeping an eye I on I think you. he's making sure I go in the house. <laughs> right. You're not leaving, right? Right. So I actually, I started calling um, Gus Augustus. Uh, his goose is because I would call him Augustus, like, because it was Augustus. Yeah. Um, which you could be short for Gus. Is from. that from the chocolate thing, yeah, too? The yeah. Fat, the fat German kid yeah. that was drinking out of the chocolate river. Like, that, that's never been touched by anything. <laughs> human hands like well it has now (laughs) (laughs) and i've had my finger up my nose all day he's like oh augustus no and so it'd be like augustus when he was a baby so then i started calling him goose yeah and he's a guy so when he when he watched it and he was heard augustus and he was like am i the kid in the chocolate river i'm like yes you are nice i like the gene wilder better than the uh the guy that's in everything oh yeah absolutely better than the johnny depp one yeah 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 the original is pretty bomb in my opinion you ready for a little movie trivia no no this, this fucking place sucks dick. I hate this place. I hate this place. Hate so this who played? Place. So you've seen? I love it's Bill like Murray's performance prison. in the uh, almost the Rocky Horror Picture. So what's the other one where the plant eats everything? Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, and he he has a sadistic thing where he likes the pain of going to the dentist. Oh yeah. yeah. You know who played him originally in the black and white, probably early fifties version of the Little Shop of Horrors? Who? Jack Nicholson. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's the only part for him in the whole movie. He just made a little drop in for that. Yeah. And he doesn't even. Can you imagine being that and be like, hey, Bill, we just want you to come on for this one part. Okay. I guess he's hard to get a hold of. I guess yeah, he doesn't have a manager. Was, you, he at just some has point, he's like, I don't give a fuck. And so people like Sofia Coppola tried for years. Or not Sofia Coppola. She got him involved in the loss in translation, but I love mm-hmm. it. Other people called for years. And then he was finally like, all right. Because he just has an answering machine yeah. like with a fucking actual cassette tape in it and yeah. shit. Yeah, you have to literally hunt him down. Right. I so. like that about that guy. Yeah, he's he's awesome, and he just shows up wherever he wants. I saw this documentary, fucking, and he'll like show up at a college party and do the dishes, and they're like, "Fucking Bill Murray's in the kitchen doing the dishes." <laughs> yeah, he showed up somebody's wedding. I would probably do that. That seems like something I would do. I, just like, 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 like me too. Just hey, totally hey, random. I'm here. Hi, uh, do you mind if I do the dishes? Okay, cool. And he's like me, can't get any relationship to work. Like his wife is like, all he does is smoke pot, and he's a sex addict. <laughs> and no, I was like, what's wrong? What's wrong with you, bitch? <laughs> What's your fucking problem? Sounds like you need to be in a relationship right. with Bill Murray. Yeah. That would be awesome. <laughs> Suck the fuck out of Bill Murray's dick. He's got so much money. I'd be like, ah, where are we going today, Bill? Ah. We just, my family enjoyed him. My children. My children enjoyed him in Zombie Land, where he was pretending to be a zombie yeah. to get huh? to hang out uh. and not get killed. Which is the best way to do it. And they have like vacuum cleaners on their back <laughs> running around this mansion. I wonder if his I wonder if his place is really that it was like almost Russian, like everything was gold Fuck and maybe. Yeah, marble and probably not. He probably lives in like a cardboard box. Right. It's that's probably the mansion up front and his like help probably lives there, and then he probably lives in like the pool house. Right. Shit. All right. What are we talking about, sir? The Canadian mass graves. Dude, fuck those graves. 
Yeah. And nothing makes me more angry. Well, there's a lot of things that make me angry, but that makes me angry as well. So this was back in, in August that Al Jazeera is reporting this. There's also the New York Times and a bunch of other places. Um, for the most part, uh, the numbers that I'm going to give you are up to date or relatively up to date. Um, there are over 3,000 mass graves, not the 750 they're saying back in August. Uh, but we'll get into that. Uh, hundreds of unmarked graves have been discovered since late May on the grounds of residential schools across Canada. Between the late 1800s and 1990s, more than 150,000 First Nation Inuit and Metis children were forced to attend institutions which aim to forcibly assimilate and destroy their cultures. Thousands of children are believed to have died there. Uh, Crown Indigenous Relations Minister Carolyn Bennett said that the government would provide $66 million. That's, a, that's American, not Canadian money. Uh, that's $83 million in Canadian if you're fucking doing accounting. To help communities search for unmarked graves. As a country, we know the truth. Once you know the truth, you cannot unknow it. First Nations, Inuit, Metis communities have lived with the trauma caused by residential schools for generations. So today, we are announcing an additional bunch of money and funding to support more indigenous communities in this extremely difficult and necessary work. Now, I want to read, read part of that again. Okay. As a country, we know the truth. Yeah, that's what caught on. Once you know the truth, you cannot unknow it. That as a country is a fucking lie. Who who said as a country we know the truth? Someone from Canada, yes. the prime minister, the minister of in Crown Indigenous Relations. Her name is Carolyn Bennett. So she may know the truth. No, she doesn't. But she plays into this story. So my issues with it, and where I think, I mean, obviously, where everybody's issues should be is that, you know, from what we're told, is that numerous children were taken from indigenous families and placed in these schools as sort of an acclimation to better educate them and then just kind of bloop dropped off the face of the earth and right. now they're finding these weird ass unmarked massive graves of kids that they basically just discarded right so how is she saying that they know the truth they don't they don't know the truth that obviously these kids were just like tossed away or mistreated or killed or <sighs> correct who knows what well there's one story uh, before we get into like the whole meat of this thing, that a minister from one of the churches. Now, it's not just schools. It's churches, too. They, well, because they, they were church funded out. schools, too. Right. But they left out that important part of the story, which is it's not just the schools. It's churches and graveyards and churches. So anyways, this minister back in the 60s, I guess it was anyways, like 70 years ago, um, he got pissed off and bulldozed a bunch of graves. According to the story is he wiped out an entire tribe's worth of graves. No record exists of that ever happening, of him getting a bulldozer, of him doing anything like that, of him digging up graves and wiping out all these, all, all the, the entire cemetery. There are stories, and there's one story that's remained consistent, which is he got pissed off at a family and dug up their graves. Now I may be mistaken, but it was a, it was like six graves he dug up on purpose to remove the bodies because they were having a fight with this indigenous family. Okay. So it was the family's graves that and that turned into he wiped out an entire generation of graves. 
So, which is are, a, again, that's part of the the, the story. Okay, I was going to say, are they trying to parlay that these unmarked graves are really just shit that he bulldozed? They're, they're, yes, they're trying to parlay. There is part no of that. way that it's all kids that he fucking bulldozed. They would have to have like old ass fucking tribal members in those graves. Well, the other thing is, is that they're not unmarked graves. Now, if you've ever been back east, or if you have ever seen an old graveyard. What do you mostly see? Graves. The no, giant. You don't graves. see gravestones. Oh, well, you a lot see, of the old ones out here, they're all giant gravestones. What do you see? There? Crosses. Okay. So you see wooden crosses stuck in in. So if you don't know where you're going to, what grave you don't know? What? No indicator of who's there. No, in old on old graves, they didn't know how to to. Uh, or they, it was too expensive to to emboss the gravestones unless you were super rich. How do you know who's there then? If there's just a there's a marker, there's a cross it, with a name on. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And they're all over the place back east. So like uh, where the Salem witch trial happened, those marker, those graves are marked with with uh, well, they used to be. They took them out because they're they're historical, but they they have like fake ones there with that are in the shape of the old ones with with the names on. So. What's happening is across Canada, all of these graves that are quote unquote unmarked are not unmarked. And there are now they have put up like these, you know, how they mark trees and stuff like that or right. for clear cutting or right. what mm-hmm. not to clear cut. They give a stripe with a paint or, yeah, well, or yeah, a tag. They, yeah. Or, or when they're doing, um, uh, like put some breadcrumbs on You're it. Out of here. Well, yeah. Well, boundaries, you know, when they're doing, uh, uh, uh what do they call it? Survey. Property lines. Okay, you know they they put these little flags up, markers, yeah, for meets and bounds, and yeah, uh, like a plat map. Yeah. Well, that's what they're doing with these graves. So there is a huge. See, you see this right here. So there's a map that shows all these unmarked graves. Well, well these masses, are not, masses of them. So that's not like just like one grave over there and one grave over there. It's like mass amounts of people in that one area, right? Right. And these are not unmarked graves. These are cemeteries that have existed for thousands of the years. The red ones, all of them. Oh, okay. Every one of these marks on here are cemeteries that have existed for hundreds, if not thousands of years. And they have been there. And the reason why they're finding so many bodies is because the bodies are part of cemeteries that they've just stacked on top of each other or moved around. So whatever, (laughs) whatever person gets stacked six feet below, there's another person six feet below that because it just keeps going. All right. So that Carolyn Bennett person, um, she is part of the problem, and the churches are also another part of the problem. But what's going on is, so uh, have you guys ever heard of Lauren Southern? No. So Lauren Southern uh, was one of the people was booted off of uh, Patreon because of her political beliefs. Uh, basically, with Patreon, if they don't like your political beliefs, you cannot post on Patreon. Okay. So if you are not left-leaning liberal uh, or are making jokes, you are not allowed to put your political opinions on there that differ from the two people that run it, which is Jack Conti and one other person. Um, remember the Mazda commercials with the two people that would sing and make all the, they, they, uh, you know, uh, Santa Claus is coming to town or some shit like that. It was, it was years ago. It was a female and a male. And um, I don't watch television. Everybody has seen. Lauren uh, Southern was fun to look at. Yeah, she's cute. She seems smart too, right? She's got that look on her face. She's like, I'll fuck you up. I'm smart. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Or like stab you or something. No, just like I'm super smart. Like I'm smarter than you. So they did a Mazda commercial. Everybody wants to rule the sea. Come on. I know you guys did a fucking. Here it is. So they're not going to give me Pomplamoose fucking Mazda commercials. That's great. Here it is. Hyundai. I'm sorry, not Mazda. Hyundai. Hyundai. 
So everybody's heard this one. Game or Why can't we hear the sound? Because it's Verbo. It's a commercial. I'm not giving Verbo. <laughs> yeah. Good song. If only you could feel this festive all year long. Oh, yeah. Anyways, this is... That's what Pomplamoose did, so... That's how they made their money to to. That's how they raised the money to start Patreon. And this guy Jack mm-hmm. has said, "I'm not a fan of politics, and if you put politics on my platform, I will fucking boot you." Well, Patreon is a platform for people. Right. Like I understand that you're creating a, a platform, but when you say I can create a subscription plat, I can create a subscription site to have people pay me for my opinions. You shouldn't have any say in what I post or what I don't post. Right. That's not your fucking job. This guy is a fucking piece of shit. So, anyways, he booted Lauren Southern off of. Uh, Patreon. Patreon because of her quote unquote. Our looks. Yeah. Well, maybe. Unless he's flamingly gay. Yeah. Fuck her. Okay. Uh, Southern, Southern was removed from YouTube and uh, banned from PayPal and uh, Patreon uh, engaging in activity likely to cause the deaths of refugees because she was doing a thing for uh, she was doing a, um, a report on the Southern Italian Coast Guard for blocking a ship embarking on a search and rescue mission in regards to a ship that had uh, gone down in the Mediterranean Sea. Good okay. for her for actually doing some real work. Yeah. I think I'm falling in love. So so she is a very active journalist. She's She tries to keep her politics out of it, although it doesn't matter what you do, your politics, your, your ideas are still going to creep in, but you try to keep it as neutral as possible. She's doing a I don't want to say a documentary, but she's doing a pseudo documentary on this genocide thing. And I've gone long, so I will give you the short and curlies of it. Good, please. It's all a fucking lie. Really? Because if they're finding it not just on cemetery areas and not just on church areas, what about the ones that are on land of actual like? It's all a lie. Boarding school things. All a lie. They're not, they're not finding mostly children's graves on sites of residential schools. Correct. Okay. They're, these quote-unquote mass graves are cemetery plots that have been there in, in some cases, like I said, for thousands of years. So they're not going to be any grave markers. You can't dig them up to verify anything. And you just, can't go to the cemetery plots to research. You can't be on the grounds to look at the cemetery plots. You are not allowed to fly drones to look at the cemetery plots at all because the government will not allow it. What does it all mean? means that they are lying about everything. So... And what is everything? What is... Everything, why would a residential everything school... Everything about this is a lie. Why would, why would there be old cemeteries on sites of residential schools because you have to build your stuff somewhere i think because of uh time yeah if it's thousands of Why years old dinosaurs I mean, under my yeah. house it's because thousands of years old so it's where if, if you buy that plot of land when it's available and you don't research that plot or you don't dig up the plot or when you do dig up the plot nothing comes up but then all of a sudden People start saying, well, this is Indian burial ground. Can right? I give you an example, actually? From a long time ago, I was on a job site and we were digging it and somebody was like, what's this? And it was like a part of a jawbone with teeth in it. No, yes. <laughs> and my boss was like, throw that away. <laughs> so you right. know why? Because you're supposed to stop everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. Contact the county or the city or whomever. And then they come out and spend the next 85,000 years trying to determine if it the whole place needs to be dug up or not. So... 
Lauren Southern started doing this investigation into this whole thing. And she called that Carolyn Bennett person. She's called that Carolyn Bennett person more than 20 times. She has been transferred to four different places. This is a person from customer relations with the government to the PR place with the government to wherever. She visited the government offices. They are closed to the public. There is no entry and it's it's barred it's barred entry. You can't even walk up to the buildings because there's a fence around the buildings. Well, they're they're doing that everywhere to all of us now, though. Anyways, yeah, but way. this is the Indigenous Relations Committee. Yeah, they should want to talk to you. Yeah, she's called churches. She called. She's called so many churches that out of all the calls, one person has answered, and they waffled and said, "Hey, I'm just calling because there's the report on this Indigenous thing. I just want to get some information." She didn't say, "I want to. I want to ask you questions. I just want to get some information. What is it about?" And he's like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we can't talk about that." Everywhere she has looked. Every government agency, every church, every school that she's called, she gets no reply. She gets nothing. And then she started looking into it and come to find out that the grounds that these places have built on are, like I said, thousands of, they're thousands of years old, these graves. They took a drone and flew it over and and uh, did a sonic ground radar. Okay. And checked. And these are, it's the same programs that governments and professionals use when they're checking for, let's say, oil or whatever else like that, right? Um, There are other ways to do it. You can shoot a a bomb into the ground, essentially, is what it is, and it blows out and makes a sonic wave, and then you can check to see what's going on there. Based on the signature of the wave? Yeah. So it's just, it's much more environmentally conscious to use this drone. And they're illegally using this drone to fly over a grave, and there's a whole bunch of marks on the ground. So as they're doing a sonic uh, check of the grounds, the most that you can see are little squiggles that may or may not be bones. They don't know. It's just something. It's something in the ground. So Could be a set of pots and pans. It could be. It okay. C- it, it could be. So do you think the key piece to these stories, because I mean, I've read through numerous of these and it really sounds compelling, like not like, oh, hey, this may have been like an old burial ground or, hey, this is whatever. It's like tons of bodies, mostly children, all on grounds of residential schools. But yeah. one component that I can't oh, find, bitch. which is you're correct, is is how old the bones are. So I know when the residential schools ran, you know, for example, but it doesn't say bodies dated to that time or whatever. So are you thinking like they're just way older and they just haven't dated them yet? Correct. Okay. After you look that up, can we look at images of her? Oh. Do your own Googling on her. You Google your shit. Um, Is she on Pornhub? Probably Don't say that about her. How dare you (laughs) talk about my girlfriend like that? (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't know, but she's my girlfriend now. God damn it, Heather. So, again, coming from the left, uh, this, this... Is this her again? Yeah, far-right Canadian duo's vile rampage against Aboriginal culture. It's not her. I mean, give me a fucking break. That wasn't her. That is her. Really? It's different there. I like it more when she looks me directly in the eyes. Well, because you're doing it missionary. Yeah. I'd be fine with that. Or doggy style. You can look at her in well, there. Like there's a mirror All you can get is a fish eye on that one. The cool thing about doggy style is you can cut the tits. Yeah. It's it's more natural, you know what I mean? I can only get an erection. Depending on how <laughs> depending on how tall they are. Right. We have a long torso, we have an issue. I have right. short arms. If she's six foot six, then I have to get a stepladder. Yeah. 
There's a couple, can't reach the a couple of phone books. Like, <laughs> oh, no, the tits? Yeah, I can't even reach them. No, uh, I just start sticking my finger in and out of her belly button. <laughs> Do you like that? No, you I like don't. That. Too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Too bad. I paid you 45 bucks. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, sir, I'm not even a woman. Don't this care. This shit ain't free. <laughs> don't care. Six foot six, probably yeah. a dude. Don't care. So I didn't think of that. <laughs> so so every report about this, everything is a lie because they they are doing this to make it look like the white person is a piece of shit, and they're trying to justify this by revising history. Now I'm not saying that we were good to the Indians, exactly, and I'm not saying that some we were of us. Some of, some of this couldn't have happened. Obviously, it did happen. It happened here in the United States. But what I'm saying is, is that the thousands of children that are quote unquote missing, the thousands of mass graves that they found, there, there are, there's nothing dug up. Nothing is dug up. They didn't verify anything. They haven't checked anything. They are just putting little fucking pins in maps and that's all they're doing. Oh, I thought they'd excavated these. No. Oh. No, they haven't excavated shit. In fact, when I, when they were using the drone, they went over one of the biggest mass grave sites. There's, it's just marks. That's it. Just these little fucking property line marks. You know, these little poles or whatever they have in in the in the ground, hmm. indicating what may or may not be a grave. There is nothing dug up. So it could be like a pet cemetery. Yeah, it could it, exactly. It, it could be dogs, cats. Elephants. Elk. Yeah. Dogs and cats living together is mass hysteria. Moose. Moose. Yeah. Well, they're in Canada. They they are, and they're really, really tall. Yes. (laughs) Have you seen the videos? Also, moose moose can dive six feet into water. Can they submerge themselves? Six feet. But if they're that tall, then they're just sticking their head in, right? No, they can literally dive six feet. Moose are scary as fuck. I'd almost rather take on a bear. Get them in enough water that they can fit their whole moose body into and they can submerge themselves six feet down down. under the water under the water that's why moose are natural predators or that's why orcas are natural predators of the moose orca or something oh the whales the whales (laughs) fucking whales I think I'd, your ass. I'd almost I'm, Drew Barrymore. <laughs> I would I would almost rather go up against a bear than a moose. No, you don't want to go up against a bear. No, fuck that. I would rather go up against a bear than a moose. Not me. No, moose are scary as fuck. No, because yeah. I could I could I think I I could seduce a moose. No, I think you could. No, 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 no. They don't give a fuck about you. How did Michael? This theory and you can't even run away from them in the water. They will. They will. They my, will. My father got chased by a moose. That's the last thing. <laughs> my brother got. <laughs> He was fishing. Seriously? This sounds like the beginning of the Holy Grail. What happened? He was fishing. That was it. That's the story. And the moose My sister like, got bit by a moose once. Yeah, he was fishing with his friend. With, I'm sorry. They were about to fish. Yeah. So they they got the boat and everything, and there's a moose. And my dad went, There's moose. a moose. And his friend went, and? He goes, we're not fishing here. Why? Because if that moose sees us, we're fucked. Because would the moose want to eat them? It would kill them. Just want to kill it's them. Ter- and your pleasure. territory. No, yeah. territory. Oh. They're fucking hugely territorial. So a female moose. No, male. <laughs> and so they <laughs> flipped it over. And there's all, fuck you. <laughs> so, so they Laura had to. I don't even know what I said. 
I just keep thinking about the beginning of Holy Grail. Yeah. Where they talk about the moose. The Monty Python? Yeah. What was it? It's like my sister was bit by a moose once. Yeah. It's a very nasty bite. Yeah. I've never watched that. Oh, I'm missing out. Yeah. It was all in the title credits. Yeah. Those have those who have been talking talking about the moose have been sacked. Yeah. So what do we make of all of the thing in Canada? <laughs> it's all a lie. It's every report cannot be trusted. Are you saying that there's some sort of weird like media propaganda going no. on? No. Um. Yes. Okay. So, so I was all in on they were burying indigenous children. I'm going to be honest with you, but now that I know they actually haven't dug any graves up, that changes my point. Of what is indigenous? Like you're from native. There? Yeah, native. So like I'm indigenous of because I because I knew that they did yes. take take native children and put them in these residential schools. I did know yeah. that, and that that's how they were going to help ingrain them into society. They yeah. took them from their tribes because you know everything native was illegal. Like you weren't supposed to practice your own religions. You weren't supposed to do the dances you weren't supposed to do any of that stuff you go live on this acreage that we give you and we're going to take your kids and educate them right. same and thing with the thing in california with our missions yeah yes exactly same thing so um you know i hear that and go oh okay so these kids were probably like abused like fuck or they just died and they're like put them in the hole with the rest of them and you know who cares because they're just native american kids right, right. or native canadian kids and, and i'm sure that happened but not on the scale that they're talking about we're not talking they're, they're talking over three thousand graves well, children or yeah. it well, says mostly children yeah it says mostly children but three three thousand graves all over Canada. Well, if you go, I mean, how Canada's the fucking size of the United States. Why? I, I was, I, I, that's another funny thing. As you pulled it up, it, it it is about the size of it, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's. I always think huge. of it as this is an enormous. Well, the United States isn't huge. Russia's huge. Yeah. I think of it as huge too, but I think it's because we see all that ice but stuff that goes up there. It's three thousand miles across, you know. Well, from so sea well, I mean, to it's about sea. equal if you look at a map. How much of it can they actually use, though? That's got to be getting they don't. into the, like they the, can't use a lot of it. A lot like of it's the all thing territory all where you're just like, I, I'm ice. so fucking cold. I'm just they can fall use down and die. this much. This How much? much? Show me again. This, that's that's pretty much the entire of Canada. Uh, and where, so what the fuck? These people up here at the top aren't freezing to fucking death. Yeah, they're Eskimos. Yeah. But yeah, see, still- but you, do you see what you just said? That's a grave yeah. at the top of the world. Yeah. So are you telling me that, that you fucking- crack through the fucking ice? Yeah. Seriously, like most of Canada lives just in that, like right where I you see like the BC. Right like- here. Yeah. Yeah. Like right it's it's a strip right across. Bloop. Can you see where I'm pointing? Yeah. Okay. So you have Saskatchewan, like Manitoba, the same size as my penis that I just Ontario. Indicated. Like it's the size of my penis across the map. Inch and a half. Vancouver. Inch and a half of usable Canadian space. Yeah. <laughs> Don't Hard. Any, Kyle? Hard. <laughs> Hey, hey, Teddy, now it's hard. How dare you? It's at least two I'm inches hard. I'm a grower, not a shower. It's at least two inches hard. Yeah, I could cultivate this thing. <laughs> Shut up. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, this is my last podcast. Nice knowing you guys. You're fired. <laughs> No, oh, so, God. But you can see how pervasive this story has gotten in terms of, it's, it's like an earworm. As soon as children are involved. Almost like COVID. And it's it's like that, uh, the, the Petito girl, uh, Gabby Petito, Gabriella Petito. Oh, who the died. missing chick. Yeah. Right? So, anyways, yeah. she. Well, should I know that? Yes. Yeah, it's been yes, a big, you should. No, it's been a big news story. Like, it's, it's fine, Clay. Is it's it fine. now? No, uh, I think they, they found her dead body. Well, I didn't do it. 
So she talked to Joe. That was the problem. Oh, found her dead. You stop talking about Joe right now. They found her dead. So her and her boyfriend showed up, and then all of a sudden he disappeared, and they can't find him. Oh, I did hear about that. <laughs> Bullshit. And now he lawyered up and everything. No, his, he already had already lawyered up, and then Travis lawyer, told me about that. His lawyer said, "Don't talk to the police," and yeah. then he disappeared. He's not talking to the police. So they were on a vacation trip or whatever, and then like he just shows up by himself back <laughs> at comes, his parents' house. Yeah, comes back home by himself. No, they weren't on vacation, but technically, okay, yeah, they, they were. They were on a trip. Yeah, they were doing the vlog. Shit. And he just pulls it in the garage and they're like, Where's Gabby? And he's like, Mur. <laughs> like my kids like, when I ask them a question, they're like they go, trying to get a hold of Johnny Cochran. And his mom's like, She's dead, yeah. honey. He's dead. But she's dead, honey, he's dead. <laughs> but there's a there's a good actual side story to that. So when the cops had pulled him over and she was having this fucking psychotic moment, this breakdown. Yeah. Because I don't want to say psychotic moment. She was having a breakdown and he was talking to the cops and he was like, no, there's nothing wrong. I don't want to get involved. It's fine. And he had scratch marks on his face. Right. He was abused. Yeah. She hit him. Yeah. And so she she's dead. Right. Right. They so they don't know the circumstances of what's going on when they found the body. We don't know any of their if the phone was found with her, if her phones disappear or whatever. I at least I don't know. Right. And. The the uh, the supposition, not the assumption, but the idea may be that what if they got into a fight where she they found the body and she went to hit him and he moved and she fell and broke her neck. I think that's probably what happened. And, well, why wouldn't you call the cops and be like, "Oh my god, my girlfriend just fell"? Uh, he, be, I don't know, because he's on meth. Because he's also in shock and meth and meth. But it could be, yeah. I mean, there there could be a lot of things at play. He's Maybe he did call the cops and they didn't take they didn't take the call. That happens all the time. Scared. He's like, is this stuff? Yeah, normal? but then why would you take off if you're lawyered up and your family's protecting you? Why would you just take? Because he killed her. Yeah. So, or she, or she committed suicide. She committed suicide, and he helped. And he didn't want to. He didn't want to acknowledge any of that shit because he maybe he knew that if he called the cops, you know. And here's the other thing: what if that happened? He called his lawyer immediately. Right. It said, "Hey, this bitch just fucking threw herself off a cliff." The lawyer knows the whole story. Right. And he's not saying anything. Cops are looking for him. He's and he's disappeared. And they want they, now he's he's prime suspect, right? So what what hypothesis? She commits suicide. She threatens, hey, if you don't do this, because she she has exhibited that in the past. Yeah, she's she's a very uh, uh, emotionally manipulative, and she's been like that for quite some time. Um, and this is prior to them going on the trip. So what if? She gave him an ultimatum. If you don't do this, I'm going to kill myself. She fucking kills herself. And he's like, fuck this. I'm calling my lawyer. That's where we get the report that the lawyer said, don't talk to the police. Just go home. Right. So he calls his lawyer. The lawyer says, drive home. Don't say a fucking word. Drop the van off. Leave don't, it there. Don't talk to the if the cops want to search it, the cops are going to search it. You get disappeared. Right. <laughs> don't talk to any authorities. Let this fucking let me take care of all the shit. Also, it's football season now. Maybe his team lost and they're out on the road. And she made fun of him. And she was like, you're a bitch. You've always been a bitch. Your parents are bitches and your football team sucks. And he just snapped. Could be. So he kills her. That's what's going to happen to me someday. He's driving around. She's dead. And then he throws her off a cliff somewhere, right? When I Where was the cliff at, Mike? Uh, when I go Grand missing. Tetons. What is it? The Grand Tetons. He threw her off the Grand Tetons, right? And he's like, fuck you. Talk about my fucking football. Out of all of it, he's like, you don't talk about the... Where's he from? I don't know. Florida. He's like, you don't talk about the dolphins like that. <laughs> 
Everybody talks God. about that. Everybody talks about that. And then he gets in the car. He's like, and then he gets back in his a van. That's weird too. No, they were doing they were doing the vlog thing called Van Life or whatever. Fuck like you, Dan Marino. His, he gets yeah. back in his rented van. Dan Marino's been retired for like thirty years. So for a while, Still, he's like, I'm okay. sorry, that's the movie. He's driving. He's drinking Michelob Ultra, and then I, and then he's all, oh no. <laughs> so he's he's the story of like Florida man. Da 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 da. Yeah. Florida and, and man returns a, home for vacation without his girlfriend in right. a minivan. But he's the bad guy now because everybody needs a villain. Right. And and he's wanted for questioning, so he should turn himself in. Sure. When his lawyer said, don't. Right. Because everybody believes, seriously, and I, I don't know if you guys do, but I'm pretty sure it you don't. It looks odd. Everybody believes that they should talk to the cops. Fuck no. When it comes down to, and, 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 Everybody doesn't want, you know, they're like, they've been told not to, but as soon as the cop shows up, it's like, oh, I saw this and I saw that. You know, you just fucking have diarrhea of the mouth. Seen the two guys on TikTok that are like the pothead lawyer brothers with the ties on, and they're like, don't say shit, you fucking idiots. You want to know anything? Don't say a fucking thing. Yeah. What? What? I don't watch TikTok. I don't either, but Travis shows it to me. He's like, look at this. I'm like, again? Yeah. Here's my TikTok update. Tell, tell Travis to either start making his own TikToks or fuck off. Eh, well, you tell him. What the fuck it? We're I will. not telling him shit. Travis, Is fuck off with your TikTok. Mm. Delicious. Plates up in here. And a microwave don't, don't, right don't, there. Don't encourage. Don't encourage Don't the encourage gluttony. the zoo. The zoo. It is the zoo. Not the zoo. We're the morning zoo. <laughs> We're wacky. <laughs> Except they can't say what we say. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. We're wacky yeah. and crazy. I, so wacky, here's, crazy. So, how so most Robert? people probably think because I think they were, I think they were engaged, weren't they? Wasn't this his fiance or something like that? So most people figure that like if your fiance is missing or something, you come out and be like, I just want to find her, crying. Like here's what happened. Here's the last time I saw. Her. We got in a fight. She wanted to walk home because like that's I've what done bitches that do. Before. I've been like walk home. <laughs> right. She, she wanted to walk home. She never returned. I don't know what happened. Like someone's there. We're expecting that. Yeah. If, if you're grieving, if something, if there was something horrible happened, if she took off missing on you, we're expecting that. We figure if she didn't take off missing on you, you know what the fuck happened. Yeah. And you're automatically guilty. His team lost. Well, I mean, I would, I would want to know. So if it was my kid and you come back, like, I want to know, oh, like the family knows. Because no, the no. lawyer knows. The lawyer told the family. Told the chick's family. Yes. Oh. He has to. Why? This is going to be another it's, one of those. it's part of the whole thing. Like, if you tell... So, lawyers, when they ask you a question, uh-huh. they have they have to go under the assumption that you are telling them the truth. If they find out that you're lying, then they have to recuse themselves because you're lying. Okay. You're not telling the truth. Okay. Ethical lawyers will do that. Non-ethical lawyers will pretend not to hear... La la la. But if there's any information that he, because the family's lawyered up, if there's any information he is required to share to, with the family's Exactly. Attorney. They know everything that's going on. They know, you know, they, they knew the body. They knew what happened, how it happened, when it happened, where it happened. So why were they still on the TV going, please tell us anything? Because that's how you manipulate Propaganda. the masses. Ow. It's all a game. It's like it's like they're already appeasing themselves yeah. to the jury. So he's going to appease himself right now. Yeah, because that kid called his lawyer, and as soon as they lawyered up, he had to tell that other lawyer everything. 
and give them all documentation because it's required. You can't, and then like when you watch these fucking court dramas on TV, and someone's like at last minute, like, oh look at this, I've got this magical mis- you know mystery fucking <laughs> piece of evidence. Yeah, piece of evidence. Well, that doesn't happen. You no. can't. You can't just produce magical evidence without giving it to the other lawyer first. That has for them to be to look produced at. before you even go to trial. Yeah, absolutely. All of those things have to be in. Yeah. Tagged. Or it's inadmissible. Yeah. And if you do want to admit something else, it's called discovery, and you have to go to the judge directly and find out if it's okay with the judge to admit new evidence. Yep. And then they have to stop the trial, and yeah. then they have to, and in some cases, they have to restart the entire trial. Which is over. great if you want to prolong something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm aware. Are you into prolonged orgasms? No. I just want to get it over and go to bed. Get it over with. Fuck. (laughs) Going on for like 35 (laughs) seconds. I have to go to bed. Dude, some people are edgelords. Come on, Clay. You can do this. (laughs) I'm thirsty. Some people like edging. I mean, come on. We're all. Mike's been edging for 10 years. I've been edging for 20 minutes now. That's why the movies where the the uh, the movies that are interesting. What am I trying to say? Are they interesting? The lawyer movies. They always have something where if you were actually knew anything, you'd be like, "Oh my god!" Because it's like something that would probably never yeah. happen. You know? Well, right. it's like because they're also cut and dry. You know? Well, you watch Pluto, so you were getting hammered with these fucking Aaron Brockovich commercials. I, I did watch it. Yeah. So no, 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 not the movie. Yeah. These new commercials with Aaron Brockovich. Oh. Where it's like. Hi, I'm Aaron Brockovich, and I'm not a lawyer, but... And then she goes into this whole explanation, and like, you disappeared for fucking 30 years to live in your gigantic fucking mansion in Thousand Oaks, California, and now you're coming out and talking about, you know, you're a fucking opportunist. You're you're not a helper. She nailed that one. She's not a helper. She's a fucking opportunist. I liked Julia Roberts' performance in that one. Yeah, well, it's all a lie. Big lie. How is it a big lie? Big lie. It's all a Hollywood production. Big well, lie. that it's not. Of course, they take everything of what it is and make it different. But big lie. The stuff that Aaron Brockovich went through is not. The stuff that Hollywood showed you is right. That's the difference. Cronium. Just just like the Canadian thing with the kids. What you're being showed is all big Hollywood production. Smoke and mirrors, kids. Exactly. Don't look. Kind of like everything we're being shown in our media these days. Don't look behind the curtain of the master manipulator pulling the switches with the big gigantic head. I had to tell tell my parents to. I had to tell my parents to quit watching TV. Yeah. Don't ask. Do they like TV? That's all they do. Then why would you take that away from them? Don't ask questions. Because they keep listening to the news and then they keep like calling me and telling me like, oh, and then, you know, because, you know, if you haven't gotten vaccinated, we can we can get it. And I'm like, well, have you been vaccinated? And she's like, well, yes. And I'm like, okay. You have it. Then I don't understand what the problem is. And if you if you get it, then you become you have a natural immunity to it. And that's how. It's That's how herd immunity work. works. Yeah, yeah. But hey, they they've they've gotten rid of the herd immunity part where they don't even talk about it anymore. Uh, they've gotten rid of the the um uh, uh the the leftist propaganda of I'm not going to take the Trump shot. That's what they're calling it, the Trump shot. But it's not. But as soon as Biden okay. took over and offered, there's they say 387 million people have taken the shot. I don't buy that for a fucking minute. That's a fucking lie. Like your Canadians. Yeah. And only 70 million people haven't taken a shot? Like your red-skinned Canadians? Hold on a second. It's all a lie. Of all the people that are in this room, how many people have gotten a shot? Fuck you. Shot of testosterone. Have you taken the <laughs> shot? No. I haven't. Laura, you haven't. So there's four right there. I also work with another person who hasn't taken a shot. Plus, there's at least a handful of other people. So let's say 10 people. 
I know 10 people that haven't taken a shot. Out of 15 people, 10 people have not taken a shot. You're telling me that 387 million fucking people have taken a shot. That's bullshit. It's, it's a propaganda I mean, that's bullshit. fucking lie. I bet 25%. 50% is uh, realistic. Maybe. Speaking of how your body will naturally build up an immunity to things, Travis worked with this guy for years named Mike Spaulding, who would take his chisel and like scoop dog shit off of the lumber pile and then use that same chisel at lunch to eat his yogurt with. <laughs> That's how you build up immunity. Right. Yeah, that's, one, like, that's one way to do it. And Travis is like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and he's Maybe. one of those guys who are like, we're going to build 85 houses today. <laughs> In one day. Yeah. And what? <laughs> fucking Paul Bunyan of building houses. No, he was a fucking maniac. And then he took that chisel and he drug it on the ground and made the he's grand in a video. Mike Canyon. Spaulding's in a video, uh, some extreme sports video back when things were just like, what happened there? Where he skis down and does a backflip over the train coming through Truckee. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. And the first time he did it, he broke the skis that were his. So the second time, he borrowed another guy's skis and got it off. He was in the Olympics or some shit. Oh, Jesus. Mike Spaulding. He, he's dead now. He shot him. Mike Spaulding was working with Travis. Yeah. And flipped his... They were up in the rafters. It was always just him and Travis. He grabbed his nail gun when they first came out. And I do this all the time. He swung it up by the hose. Yeah. It, this, these are just things that if you're good, you end up doing weird shit like right. this. So he swung it up by the hose and grabbed it by the handle. And normally when that happens, it's pointed out. Well, this time it was pointed towards him and shot himself in the fucking heart with a 16-penny nail. His shirt was pinched like this. Oh, my God. Falls out of the rafters. Travis fucking jumps down out of the rafters, picks him up, throw, throws him in his truck. This is before cell phones. Travis is driving down the road. And he's like, he slams on his brakes and he's like, Mike shot himself in the heart with a fucking nail gun. And the guys all dropped their tool bags and everything and ran for the nearest telephone to call the hospital in Truckee. Yeah. Travis is driving his fucking truck as fast as it would go. Comes into the fucking hospital sideways. <laughs> the guys that are the surgeons there were just about to leave to get on a helicopter. If those guys had not called, they so they waited for Mike. They were cracking. They got Mike on the gurney and were taking him down the hallway. They ripped his shirt open and were cracking him open in the fucking hallway as he was going oh down my the hallway. God. So Mike ends up living, and so they're in like Reader's Digest, and Mike ended up being on Oprah Winfrey and all for this shooting himself in the heart with a fucking nail gun. Yeah. Well, I guess you got to be careful when you're flipping your just, nail gun. Yeah, just maybe pull it up. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe just pick it up from when the you, ground When you gently. think you're a badass, because we are, and you get in a hurry, you just start doing weirdo shit. <sighs> I mean, that's a fucking chainsaw right there. <laughs> right right on the big right. veins. Now I know why you got nervous that day. <laughs> right on the big veins. Never tell you that I took some oh, wood. there it is. Michael Spalding. Is he, who, is he who they modeled Captain Spalding after? Probably. We had a really hard time finding their... Yeah, he did die. Yeah, right there. 13? Huh. Yeah. Him? Battle with battle with cancer. Yeah. Michigan. Oh, Michigan. Maybe well, he's born this. in Michigan. Okay. This guy was a fucking badass. He made so much money up in Truckee. That's where Travis learned everything. And you know I learned everything for Travis. So right. I have respect, so this is a like pass a, down. I have respect for a motherfucker like this, for this guy. Reader's Digest, go up. That was... That, there it is. Mike's probably there. There it is. There it is. Right there. I've still never seen a fucking picture of the guy, though. It's so. right here. So... It's <laughs> so like Bill Bratsky. We should come back to this and open the next show with it. All right. Let's do that. Okay. It is an interesting story. It's kind of fun. I mean, not for Mike. <laughs> with flashers blinking and his hand on the horn, McMaster raced the truck down the mountain roads. You'll be okay. He can't tell you. He can't do it right now. All right. We'll come back to it. All right. Take a break.